I want to take a look at the semiconductor and tech sectors here in particular. Daniel Newman is back on our show, founding partner, principal analyst at Futurum Research. Thank you so much for being with us. I think we could start the conversation by noting the good news that Taiwan Semi put out. Um, what, what is the takeaway? Is there a broad-based takeaway from the Taiwan Semi report? Well, I think the panic that chips and semiconductors and that the whole growth in tech world is going to capitulate is maybe a little bit overstated. There's kind of two camps here. There's the camp about you know, discretionary consumer products, mobile devices, and thinking some of that may fall as discretionary income and household balance sheets shrink. But there's also a pretty compelling story about automation, AI, and other secular technologies that, much like the stay-at-home trend, that are going to power us through this recessionary period. In fact, a recent conversation I had with Bill McDermott, we sort of came up with this, uh, uh, this, this, this kind of tech our way out idea. And that's why we're seeing so much strength in the data center area. So TSMC showed a lot of strength, record profits, and a lot of the uh, Apple numbers are, are factoring into this, which gives another good indicator that Apple's newest launch was well received and that people are still buying these high-end devices. Well, that's the whole thing. And as a matter of fact, I was reading through about the Apple 14 that will be coming out. And there was a big bet that people were willing to and getting rid of some of the cheaper models. And the bet was going to be on that people would want the more expensive models. So somehow people are willing to spend um, the tech trend that you've been seeing. And, and you noted some of the secular trends such as 5G and AI. Um, and that might be some good thing, good news for the likes of Apple. What other companies may be in good positions? Yeah, I like the companies that have strength in enterprise. So in the semiconductor space, you know, Intel is always a, a more challenging one, but I think their, their data center business should be good. But you look at what's going on with AWS, Google and Microsoft, the cloud business. I mentioned ServiceNow, anything that sort of drives automation, I've made picks in the past and I still, with you, and I actually talked about NVIDIA. I think companies are going to look at how do we spend dollars to effectively uh, automate processes, use our data more efficiently and effectively. You know, potentially if they're freezing uh, some CapEx and OpEx expenses, how do we get the same amount of productivity out of less resources, less personnel? And companies are going to look for tech to help solve that. So those kind of uh, opportunities and workloads are going to see growth. But like I said, where I'm kind of a little nervous is in sort of the middle of the tier, uh, personal devices, all the PCs, televisions, smartphones at that middle and lower end that people were spending those extra dollars on. That's why I think Apple could uniquely do well but you saw some uh, flares from, from Micron and Samsung about memory and PCs and devices. And I think it's that middle tier that's going to get hurt the most. Ah, I see. So it's not all tech is great here, even though demand is still looking good. Um, as we look at the Philly Sox index, we're seeing it down about 35% this year. Um, so you're not saying to buy the whole group. You would pick and choose how you buy. When would you buy? Well, you know, like everything, I think you have to look at the zoom out view. If you look over a few days, the market looks insane right now. If you're a longer term investor, though, are you really going to bet against technology being the solution to so many of our issues? The reason the CHIPS Act is so wildly popular on both sides of the aisle is because we as a world need more semis. We need more resiliency in our supply chain. And just about everything we do runs on semiconductors. So things like enterprise cloud, you know, you've seen companies like Microsoft have massive pullbacks. You've seen companies like Marvell 
that have had massive pullbacks that were just screaming. Um, AMD, same thing. And then others like Qualcomm, you know, they're the leader in 5G and they're seeing their stock has come back 40%. So I look at those and I say, you know, even if they went down a little bit further, which they may, if you're a longer term investor with a zoom out view, I think in the long run, you're going to be really glad you were buying. But, you know, I think you see many of the experts come out, come on here and say, and I'd share, I wouldn't dive 100% in at any given moment. But you do have to understand that some of these things, these companies are still great companies performing really well. And I think watching this quarter's earnings, we're going to get a real sense as guidance starts to get reset. As you start to see OPEX shifts, margin, and of course, are those big backlogs, Nicole, are those starting to get smaller? Or is that demand staying higher than people expected like they did with SMC? Yeah, and are you looking more to a best case scenario or worst case scenario right now as your reality check? <laughs> well, I think we, we're gonna have a two-sided recession. I think that the Fed's only weapon is a blunt force of crushing demand. And I think uh, on the supply side, we've pumped up all this manufacturing and eventually these products are gonna come out. I heard your last guest talking about this inventory that people don't want. The cars are gonna get finished that weren't getting finished. You're gonna see more supply. We've amped it up because we've had to. At some point though, if we keep raising rates, people aren't gonna buy homes, they're not gonna buy cars, they're not gonna buy as many electronics and companies are gonna have to deliver earnings to shareholders so they may slow some of the spending. But like I said, they're not gonna slow spending if it's gonna help the company drive productivity and drive business outcomes, which right. is why I like those enterprise apps, data, AI, connectivity, because companies can't run without it. So I'm, I'm not right. thinking worst case, I like tech here, but I, I do think we've got a lot of factors working against us. Yeah, and you mentioned names like uh, Microsoft, uh, Google, NVIDIA, Apple, you, you noted Apple was on there, Amazon Web Services, those were some that sort of um, you were interested in. Danielle Newman, nice to see you, founding partner, principal analyst at Futurum. Thank you so much.